0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. The gym day podcast is brought to you by Kroger fresh for everyone. Now batting number one in our hearts. At least he'd like to think so. It's the gym day podcast. Hey, 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 it is the Gym Day Podcast. We're back for the attack. Audio magic. We're presented by Kroger. And indeed, baseball is back. At least as we speak. Summer workouts, spring training 2.0, whatever you want to call it. They're back on the field finally. And it is my pleasure to welcome in one of those guys that's on the field. He is meteorologist. Tucker Barnhart. How you doing?
1: I'm oh, good. How are you? Meteorologist. That's interesting. You remember was... that
0: from the last podcast, the last time I, you were on, I How I were do. You when you were on solo?
1: I do. Yeah. That was a, it seems like, it seems like years. Doesn't and it, years, though? Years and years, it's and years, like years the, ago.
0: This COVID pandemic, it seems like one lifetime in amongst itself. And it was like three months. Three right.
1: Months. It's been three or four months, <laughs> and it seems like it's been a decade. Oh, it is unbelievable. <laughs> it
0: really is. That does seem like long ago, but he, said that he would perhaps like to have been a meteorologist, right?
1: Yeah, I would definitely enjoy it. I I think I'm trending more to like Storm Chaser. Storm Chaser, Uh,
0: Tucker, but you got to have the the announcer announce you.
1: Because those guys, you know, it's like first alert weather, run for your lives. (laughs) Yes. yes. (laughs) As I'm standing out there holding on to a street light. Yes. Flapping
0: in the wind, chasing a tornado. Stole like chaser it. tucker bud huh? <laughs> All right. Anyway, like so get off. We're already off the beaten path here in the track. Um back on the field, uh in a, you know, I'm down at the stadium, I'm watching you guys work out. And I've been to a thousand spring training days or workouts or batting practices, whatever. And it was unlike anything else. You just It was so weird for me being there. How different is it for you?
1: It's very 2020. Let's just put it that way. Um, You know, it's being on the field was the most normal thing that we did, really. Um, Everything from inside the clubhouse and in the weight room and in the training room, all of that is extremely different you have to wear a mask everywhere you have it seems like you have to wash your hands every three minutes um and and rightfully so i think that i would be willing to bet that we as an organization are doing better if not the best of anybody around i mean from our h&p our health and performance staff uh that kind of came together with jeff head and Sean Marone and Steve Bauman, um, this, this off season heading into our normal spring training, uh, they've been great. And and then they, they, they're facing, obviously, this uncharted waters, I guess you would call it. Um, and they're doing a phenomenal job. They, they kept in touch with us. Seemed, uh, if not daily, uh, it would be every other day during, during our second off season, and so, 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 being a, a, having that kind of baseline, heading into um, what it's like at the field right now, um, it it's definitely weird. Uh, but I believe that at least for this year, it's our new normal, and uh, we just got to kind of roll with it and uh, and just try to try to make it as normal as possible.
0: Do you think? I mean, is we, we get as humans in society we get lax in anything whether it's a a rule a protocol whatever do you think you guys can keep this up throughout a three-week camp and a 60 game regular season
1: I'm gonna be honest I don't think we'll have a choice Uh, I really don't Um, I got to the to the park today which is the first time I've been uh, obviously the first time I've been in the clubhouse under these circumstances. And, uh, I mean, I had two masks waiting for me sitting on my chair in the clubhouse, hand sanitizer, uh, my own, my own towel. Um, so I I think that, that, that they are going to do a phenomenal job of making sure that we, as the Cincinnati Reds, aren't the team while at the field, that poses an enormous threat to shutting down the season because of a, a an outbreak in our clubhouse.
0: Yeah. Now normally I wouldn't be asking you questions about where your locker is and like how many guys are allowed in the shower at a time or how you socially distance yourselves of what we don't see on the field because I'm no longer in the clubhouse I mean, you guys are really sheltered from everyone. There it's only you and team personnel that are around you the media broadcast team broadcast we're not around you at all and we're not going to be around you so I, I think people would be interested to hear even the little details of how you guys are socially distancing distancing you easy for me to say he's been a
1: broadcaster for several years uh
0: how you guys are doing it what are some of the protocols specifically
1: well um so i'll start i mean i'll start from the beginning so we we have to, first and foremost, so you always get, and, and Jim, you've gotten the same thing, I'm sure, it, you, you get an ID before yeah. every season. You, get, you yeah. get an identification card, has your picture on it that you show every time that you, that you want to get into a park, and, and they'll let you in, they know who you are, whatever. So those have changed. Usually they are, for us, they're just, a, a, your. it looks just like your driver's license, and you present it to the security guard uh, when, you, when you go to the park. Um, However, now we have to wear it around our neck when we go into player parking. Um, That is where you kind of check in instead of them just knowing who you are and walking in. You have to be able to present this credential to get in. Um, Upon entering or before entering, you have to take your temperature uh, twice uh, before you even get into the player parking lot. Um, Once you get cleared through that, you have to scrub in just like a nurse or doctor or anybody would do in the medical field, um, which is hand sanitizer, um, mask as you walk into the, the to the facility. Um, when you get into the facility, you have to wear the mask the entire time unless you're doing, in air quotes, here, uh, strenuous activity or you're on the f- on the field, so that it's mask. I mean, I would say taking the game out of it 95% of the time. Um, uh, One big change is I was, I was a little not, I I was interested or curious of what the clubhouse would look like and see if there would be any difference. Uh, But the clubhouse itself is the same. There are 25 guys right now in our, in our clubhouse. And there are 10 other guys in, um, in the visitors clubhouse, obviously that'll change. Um, when the season gets rolling, because clearly you can't have another team or in there with your own players. Um, but everything is normal. So Kirk is my locker mate. We're in the same spot. Um, but the only change in the clubhouse from, from that uh, perspective is that we have to wear masks, um, all of our food and everything. We have an app that we it's basically like Uber eats or DoorDash or, any of those food apps that you have on your phone, uh, we place our order, or you go to the app, you have um, what's available for for lunch, what's available for dinner, um, and you can place your order, and you can place your pickup time, and so what is the Diamond Club is where we eat um, our food, and everybody has to sit at a separate separate table, so just like elementary class where you eat, everybody gets their own desk, everybody gets their own table. The Diamond
0: Club is the the expensive seats cafeteria. right behind home plate. Yeah, exactly. Underneath.
1: exactly. The diamond club is where, um, the people that are sitting right behind home plate, they have access to, yeah. um, and so I so
0: have your own table. Okay.
1: <laughs> we have our own table. We'll eat our food there. Um, I'm trying to think of what else, uh, the bathrooms, the, the one big thing that I did see today, the sinks, um, every other sink is there's like a wooden box that's been built over the sink that you can't use um, as well as the urinals in the bathroom there have been wooden boxes that have been built around the urinals that you can't use Um, shower heads have been taken off of the showers in the um, in the shower I think it's every it's either every third shower I think has a shower head that you can use Mm -hmm. Uh, but there are like there's maximum occupancy uh, signs everywhere for certain rooms, uh, certain locations. Um, but with all that said, when you get on the field, um, it's just about as normal as it is, like as it is during a regular a regular season or a regular day. So it's the things that you see on the field, aside from, aside from pitchers having a rag in their back their back pocket um and and no fans in the stands it's going to look pretty normal um it's the off the field things or it's in the clubhouse it's in the training room it's things like that that are that are that are way different
0: well normally like i said i wouldn't ask uh or or want someone to to go on and on about such little things but i think people are very interested how you guys are going to pull this off and it's it's not unlike uh, what we've seen or what they've suggested, and you know, from our government officials of how to deal with COVID and um, preventing the spread. So, but it's interesting. I mean, you guys—that's a lot. I mean, it doesn't seem like one answer, but it's a lot to follow every little detail like that for months and months. But you—you you think we're hunkered? You're hunkered down, and at least this, you can only speak for the Reds that you guys can pull this off.
1: Yeah, I think that. And for me, it, it, the entire time and, and thinking about all of this and, and being in, the, in all of the negotiations and, I mean, that's a completely different topic and completely different conversation, but it, it's the things that are at the field, um, the things that are on the field during the game, in the clubhouse, off the field, and after the game or before the game, I think those are going to be fine. I don't think that that teams are going to have issue with that. It's more for me. It's the it's off the field. It really is. I mean, it's like currently I'm sitting in the home that we rent during the season in Cincinnati. Like I'm in no bubble. Uh, I'm not quarantined with my other teammates in a hotel or anything like that. I'm on my own when I leave the field, and that to me is very nerve wracking.
0: Yeah, I mean, but you gotta, you gotta live, man. You gotta have groceries. No doubt, you, no you're gonna have some um, interaction with other human beings, obviously, and just living, unless you're totally quarantined the whole time. So there's, you know, as the virus is gone, there are some things that are certainly out of your control, unless you're just gonna stay home, no 24 seven. But I mean, it sounds like um, you guys have it all in order. Uh, personally, though. The uh, you're, there's more personal risk for you. Your wife, Sierra, as we speak, in the late stages of about ready to have your second child. Um, there's been a lot made of uh, Mike Trout in a similar situation, I guess. Um, did you have thoughts of maybe opting out just because of your personal situation? And uh, how, how worried are you about
1: well, def- definitely worried, worried to the extent that they aren't here with me currently. Um, we, we talked about it a lot. Um, and Sierra's a trooper and she, she wouldn't want me to opt out. She really wouldn't. Um, and, and I love her to death for that. But for me, I, I think that the, if, if she were much earlier on in her pregnancy, that may have changed my viewpoint or mm-hmm. my, my willingness to play or my unwillingness to play that I, I, I don't want to go an entire three months, hopefully 60 plus games playing into the postseason. I don't want to go and do that and not see my son or her or my, my, my newborn son, the entire time. I don't go three months without that. Um, But I'm in a unique situation being from Indianapolis and living in Indianapolis, especially during spring training or summer camp or whatever you want to call it, where especially early on, our schedule is generous enough for me to be able to hop in the car and go home. Like I, I can make it home in an hour and 45 minutes but basically going the speed limit. And so I'm in a position where I can make it home, even if they aren't here. And I feel very confident with the way that we're going to to be tested, um, that I wouldn't be bringing something back to them. Mm -hmm. Um, So so I, I think that as long as I'm healthy, as long as I'm healthy, I don't think I would, I don't, I don't feel like opting out. Uh, I have never felt like opting out. And, and again, that may be a little kind of somewhat selfish, but I, I think it's where I, where I get my answer is more of the, along the lines of she's, she's due in three weeks. So, I mean, this will all, I, I say over, but this is, I mean, that's the best way I can put it. It'll, she'll she will be she'll give birth in three weeks and they will be in a position where they 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 can come over here and, and to and, and be for the most part very safe and kind of quarantine in our house here so i won't go a, a long amount of time without seeing them and so, so my, and, and that that's been my thought process this entire time, whether I, whether I go home or whether they come here, I won't go a long, a period of time without seeing them. So, but guys like, guys like Mike Trout, I mean, I, clearly I can't speak for them, but he's from New Jersey playing in LA. I mean, that's, it has to be different, yeah. you know, I mean, it has to be different. Right. So I I've never thought of opting out. Um, my wife wouldn't want me to opt out. Um, but I feel like, we're in a position where we've talked about it a ton um, and we've developed a pretty good plan of action uh, just about with every scenario that could come up.
0: How often will you guys be actually tested? Every other day, every other day and every is that the other nasal day. swab or is
1: thankfully? There- no, I, I can I came from my, my intake test on, uh, uh on Monday, nervous as hell, uh, not really? I one. I was nervous for the, uh, for the test in general, because luckily my household is we've all been very healthy throughout this entire process. Yeah. Um, my son had like this rash that gave him a fever, like right off the bat. Uh, but it was, it was not COVID. It was diagnosed, diagnosed and it was com- something completely different. Um, And that was the only thing. And so for me, I was thinking like, I'll be damned if I go over here on Monday and I have been perfectly fine this entire time, no fever. We check our fever, we check our temperatures religiously. I mean, religiously and I haven't had a temperature this entire time. And, And so that made me nervous going over and having to just get it, get it all done, figured out or whatever. And then I was also nervous to, thinking I was going to have to get this nasal swab because everything I've heard is that it's miserable. I've watched people get it. Plus
0: you uh, like the inside all, of your brain tickled.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. I've had some, I, I know a couple guys that play in the NBA and and they're talk, they talked about how bad it was because they had to get it. And so I got this, I'm thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it and and we show up and it's, it's the antibody test, which is just a pinprick, just like a, you would check your sugars yeah. uh, if you were diabetic. Um, and then a saliva test, which you spit into a tube, um, to a certain, to a certain level and they, and they run that. So, uh, the way it's been described to me is that we'll get the saliva test, um, every other day, and then we will also get the antibody test once a month. And then the nasal swab is solely for if you are showing symptoms and then they will do that. Do you get
0: instant results from the saliva test?
1: Not instant results. No. Um, the antibody test was kind of cool because I was sitting on the concourse at GABP, um, try, spitting into this tube and you pinpricked your finger and pulled your blood and put it on this little thing that, um, over time, it was like a pregnancy test. And over time, it kind of gave you a line for if you had the antibodies or you didn't. So the antibodies test took like 10 minutes to show you if you got, if you had them or you didn't have them, um, but the saliva took a little while—took forty-eight hours, I believe.
0: You know, nothing is foolproof, one hundred percent. Unfortunately, um, so I mean, you know that if you just look at the numbers of this thing, that you got to think that the numbers are going to go up. Uh, you and I l- discuss a little bit, but uh, there's—is there a, a ceiling to this? If the players get uh, how many players get it, or maybe if there's a an outbreak on a certain team and they can't even play, has that been discussed?
1: That that to me, man, is like the the most nerve wracking thing. Um, I don't. I mean, obviously, I would say down to the hour, nobody knows what's going to happen with this thing. Yeah, uh, with this virus, that, it's,
0: That's it's it's true.
1: And, and, and so I get it. Where if if they if they meaning major league baseball and the pa if if we as an industry came up with this number and it either ended up being way too high or way too low i mean that could alter the the way that even more what our what our season looks like as it stands and so i understand when the fact that they haven't come out with the threshold as far as if this X number of guys get it or staff members get it that, that we have to really kind of rethink what we're doing. Um, But it also in the same breath is really nerve wracking to me. I mean, I've grown to, to get to know the the guys that I play with and I view them, it sounds cliche, but I view them as brothers and, And selfishly, if I wasn't a guy to get it, I don't look at it that way. I look at it as if we had an outbreak on our team, we've got a lot of guys that would contract the virus and most likely their families or the people that they're living with, would contract the virus. And to me, that's a major issue. I mean, and that's very, it would, it would be very saddening to me to see a bunch of guys that I view as brothers and their families as family members to, uh, to contract the virus. And it makes it, it makes it a little, makes me a little nervous to know that there's no threshold, um, as far as what would not, and not that I want the industry to shut back down by any means, right. But I think it would be something that that would kind of, at least for me, it would give me a little more clarity as far as like where we are like 1.2%, like, if our threshold was is ten percent, then then that's great. And then then we, we we've got a long way to go. But if it's two percent, then like for me, like Yeah. We're we're close, you know, and so it's it's those things that I think about a lot and, and kind of as a player rep, like a few guys have asked me that question and I haven't been able to give them an answer. And when I ask the PA or I ask them for answers, they don't have answers as well. And that's not a knock on the players' association. Yeah. It's just the unknown. And, well, no and one I think has answers along, for this thing. Right? Exactly. There's all no along, playbook. This- <laughs> right. There's,
0: there's, oh. We're literally playing the game right. without a playbook.
1: No doubt. All along, this entire thing has been scary because nobody knows anything and. Well, yeah. There's guessing. Changed. I mean, you've
0: got experts, but there's <laughs> guessing, and it's been yeah. wrong. And but it, you know, I'm not knocking them either. No one. This thing's crazy. I mean, 2020 it's wild. Is, is nuts. People are like, well, wow, it's only a second game season. I can't believe baseball's doing this. Well, name me something that's not different in 2020, <laughs> right? Everything. everything, everything. Uh. So, anyways, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm asking these questions, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, these kind of unfair questions because it,
1: he doesn't know. No one knows. I'm no one trying. Knows. I'm r- I'm rambling a lot. I'm
0: no, that's good. No, that's here. why you're a good podcast guest, and you you have insight, and you're. You know, you're one of the leaders of the team. You're one of the vets of the team, and like you said, you're the player rep. So, which I, I would like to get into eventually. But I, I have uh, I'm along these same lines, not COVID, but um, on the field. I, I bet you, man. Once with all these protocols and everything that's been going on, and the quarantine and being cooped up, I bet you, being on the field is going to be like the the paradise of. The day, the week, it's like like oh, thank goodness I can escape from everything out here. Where you think you're thinking all these protocols, and you can't spit out there. And it's going to be different. No high fives, but that's going to be like oh, thank God I'm on the field. Do you feel that? I way?
1: no doubt about it. We were on the field today for probably an hour, hour and a half, and it was one of the in the in the last probably three months, one of the better times that I've had yeah. in the three months. I mean, it was it's, it's going to sound very cliche and I, and I don't care, but like, it was, I felt like a little kid. Like I, I had to like temper and like, and like kind of monitor what I was doing because it is day one. I know we don't, it is a shortened spring training, but like, I I don't want to go out and blow out on day one because I would have, we took probably, it was me, Kurt and, 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 and farm. And we took BP today together and all three of us could have hit all day, but clearly, I mean, you don't want to do that because you don't want to be sore as hell tomorrow and no. not be able to do anything. But right. it just felt – it. that was as outside of normal as this entire thing has been and this entire situation has been. Um, the uh, – being on the field today was as close to normal as – any activity or anything has been within the last probably three months for me yeah
0: so have you thought about playing the game with i mean everyone's played games with little fans in the stands but none this would be no fans (laughs) and i've uh, i've joked that we we've got to come up with like the seven second joey Votto mad delay audio
1: (laughs) me too i need to hear a lot if not if if not seven, I'm I, I, I may need about ten or twelve.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say you've been known as well. Yep. Uh, it's one of those things where I'm in the camera well and you know, Tucker strikes out <laughs> and here comes Tucker by and he goes down the steps and I know what's happening next. <laughs> so you don't it's one of those things where you don't even look at the guy or you look back. You know it's like I don't I don't hear him uh, destroying his bat under there and screaming <laughs> F bombs. I don't hear that at all.
1: <laughs> uh, nope never heard it nope never done it it's funny it's funny you say that i got a tweet i got a tweet the other day i don't remember who did it but uh or who sent it to me but it was a picture of an old helmet of mine i guess it's in i don't know if it's in the reds hall of fame or or if it's in the like the gift shop or something but it is beat up i mean there's chunks out of this thing it's crazy oh, you're all pro
0: helmet throw it's under there crazy
1: and the guy said and the guy tweeted me he said did you throw this thing i said well i threw it i kicked it i dropped i i hit it with my bat i mean you name it i've done it to this I thing guess, so you never know what's the sound you're gonna hear whatever's you rattling don't. down there you don't I, i just man that's that's the way i play i play emotional
0: i'm oh, an emotional
1: guy I just but it's but it in I, I'm gonna need a delay I hope there's a delay because if not I, I'm in I hope trouble. they got
0: someone sitting on the mute button as well because
1: <laughs> uh, it might sound like the scene from happy Gilmore when when <laughs> they want him kicked off the tour and he's just throwing his putter he's oh, we ought to just thing. put up
0: – what is it TVMA yeah just before the broadcast like you know it's it's you're gonna hear some
1: listen now you're on to something because i think a lot of people would like that oh there's no doubt about it with the like the last dance did it on espn they had like the the full, the clean full, version and the fr- full frontal yeah. air quotes full on ESPN. <laughs> and then they had the, then they had the, the edited version on right. like, ESPN too. I think there's a big market. Oh, for listen, the, the I've always said version. that
0: I would be best calling a game like on Showtime or Cinemax. <laughs> yes.
1: yes. <laughs> what the F is exactly? Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah. I,
0: it would be very entertaining.
1: Uh, I And I, then I just, just keep,
0: you know, you guys like, so we could hear you more.
1: Yeah, I think that part of it, that and that's for me like is one of the biggest things that I've missed about this entire thing is just the banter. It's just the banter. I got to the clubhouse today, and you would have thought that. I mean, you hear cuss like a sailor, like everybody was. Oh, I bet. Like, and I know, like I've been around a two-year-old for the last four months, (laughs) and now you're. I know I don't talk like that, but now you're around other two-year-olds. Come on,
0: you guys act like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, yes, and myself included. But it just it that banter. It's just it's different, and it's so much fun, and it's the one one of the things. That you miss the most when yeah. you're not around your friends, like you miss in the off season, but that's to be expected. Like you understand that that's coming, but then you get kind of spring training cut short and then your season cut short, and it's just like I, I talk back and forth with a Farmer about it. Like I truly miss miss Kyle. Like I really did. Like I was like I'm I missed. You. I sent him a text. Like I miss your face. Like I really do. Oh, and it's just wow. like it's. I was gonna it's say so I, don't
0: tell Farmer this. He'll go to his no, head.
1: No, no, I do. <laughs> like it's just it's hard like when you see like see guys on the team not to walk up and give them a hug like it, it really is because it's just knowing that they're healthy, knowing that their family's good, and knowing that you get to play ball again it's just yeah. it's awesome,
0: speaking of banter this it's gonna be so quiet in there. I don't know if they're gonna pump in crowd noise who who knows I've heard rumors uh to that, even in the, the stadium speakers, looks some ambient crowd noise for you guys. I think uh, just some music. I, I think they'll do some music. You know, there'll be the walk-up music and intros. I'm sure they'll do all of that. Just
1: music all the way through.
0: Like the workout like you NBA. guys had, your thing was crying. Yeah. Music was jamming. Just music. All- yeah, there's sure. there's licensing rights that wouldn't go over. We wouldn't be able That's to play fair. the music on TV. Licensing. You could have dates. like,
1: you know, you could like Jim Day guest DJ night at the ballpark. <laughs> and it's just like your playlist. Yeah, but like I'm, I'd be
0: Rob by- Butcher. I'd be playing old guy radio, and it would be looking up like, hey, can we mix in a little Jay-Z or something? Fine.
1: Fine. You could have like just random DJs throughout the city that come in and just play music. That'd be fun. It'd have its own flair to it.
0: (laughs) Well, speaking of banner, where I was going with this, it's going to be quiet in there for the most part. So it's going to be like a high school game um, in some respects. And I remember back playing in high school, there was a little banter going back between dugouts because you could hear what they're saying, too. Could this present a problem?
1: That's interesting. I hadn't thought about I that. I have angle. thought about so, this. I hadn't thought about you can that. Hear, angle, you're going to hear them talking smack. There is definitely that possibility. Yes. That That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that until you just brought it up, but that's definitely going to happen. Yes. And that's definitely going to happen. So, yeah, that's going to be a little interesting you i need to, to work on your gonna...
0: hey bad bad bad, bad 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 swing yes
1: <laughs> I'm gonna, yes i'm gonna sound like like porter from sandlot behind the plate talk
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great i can't wait yeah no but you I'm guys be... can't get within you know six feet of each other so that's fine so they'll be like it'll be um like basketball fights Where you know you wait for the not allowed, that's
1: strictly prohibited. Jim Day, you cannot, cannot fight.
0: I know you can't, you can't even get close to each other.
1: Nope, David Bell can't
0: get near the umpire. This is breaking. Can you imagine
1: an argument under these circumstances? Holy cow, yeah,
0: a lot of finger pointing from six feet away.
1: Yes, Joe West, (laughs) Joe West and David Bell yelling at each other. (laughs) See that be here at all too? That'd be great. Exactly, with no delay. Yeah. Just f bomb after f bomb. <laughs> Holy cow! Joe I'm, West, I'm there well, for that. See, this I'm is going to be
0: interesting. There's going to be a lot of things happening that are. So yeah, remember I'm when you when that. you first hear the other team chat bantering in the dugout, you think of me.
1: I will. <laughs> it's going to be like the batter, batter. Yeah. That we did in Little League. Yeah, that's, gonna be, Access, that's yeah. what we should do. And you got, that's you got our,
0: immature fools like Farmer that will sit there and probably do that.
1: <laughs> I think that we're going to come up with team chants. Love you, Farmer. Yes, <laughs> love you, Farmer. But we're going to come up with team chants. Yes. It's going to be good. It's going to be good.
0: Nice, yeah. Gonna
1: change, this is going to change Major League Baseball <laughs> forever. Have your own chant, exactly. Yes.
0: Rally chants, all kinds of stuff
1: have guys in the stands that aren't playing that day in the seats, acting like just regular fans. Yes. That's what we should do. Change the street clothes. And if you're in the stands, you can drink beer, you can eat the food and you could just be a part of the game. I love it.
0: See, we ought to run baseball. We've already come up with good so. ideas here. Already. I think
1: so. I think, I think that I'm going to get on the horn and I'm going to, I'm going to ask that question. We have a zoom call tomorrow. So I'm going to really? ask, it, Hey, oh. like, Hey, where, what are the like where where where's the line when it comes to those people that are in the stands like are they in the stands or are they like expected to act like players like yeah. are they expect to act like fans or like or can they act like players right or can they act like fans huh
0: interesting, interesting. it's gonna be yes. some interesting stuff in a 60 game sprint which...
1: can you get thrown out can you get thrown out
0: Oh yeah! From
1: the stands. So if I'm heckling the umpire, can I get tossed? And <laughs> that's do I true. get fine? <laughs> that's that's true. a great question. Can you turn around and say, "Was well, fan- that wasn't me?" I didn't say yeah, that. that. That sounds like a, that. That's a fantastic question. If I'm sitting next to a cardboard cutout of a season ticket holder that's got a beer in his hand, why yeah. can't I be there and have my own beer in my hand?
0: Very good point.
1: I think it's a great question. And I think would it's very a reason very for possible. being
0: tossed, being inebriated, or would it be what you would say?
1: Exactly. But <laughs> both. And, and even then, and even then, well, I guess fans can be thrown out, but it takes a lot. <laughs> so, where is that line? Like where Damn. where is that line? So players like you say like a couple things. Gate, you're out of there. Yeah. Early shower. But as a fan, there's all you can go a long, a way. long,
0: long way. Yeah, you're right.
1: So if you're not in, if you're not making the people next to you mad, which clearly you wouldn't be because there's no one there. No one there. Where is, where <laughs> is the line?
0: Wow. These are questions that we come up with. You and I need to go into business one day. I like that. This is all said and done or actually we will not have to wait till then because I'll be dead by then. So
1: what are we going into business in?
0: I don't know. We'll just have to brainstorm.
1: (laughs) Just something. We'll
0: figure it out. Done. We'll just keep talking. (laughs) We'll figure it out eventually. Yeah, there
1: you go. I like it.
0: All right, we'll get back to our conversation with Tucker Barnhart. A lot of insight from the Reds catcher after these words from Kroger. Reds fans, our
1: hometown heroes continue to step up during this difficult time and have inspired Hershey to keep the good going. That's why we're donating 1 million meals to Feeding America. You can show your support by finding your favorites like Hershey's Kisses, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, and Twizzlers on the shelves at Kroger. Or go to feedingamerica.org to learn more and donate. Reds fans and Hershey's. Feeding America. Thanks for your support.
2: At Kroger, we know there's never a good time to run out of fresh. Luckily, our delivery and free pickup make it easy to grab what you need. So whether it's a few extra buns for the backyard barbecue, strawberries for your post-workout smoothie, or some miscellaneous munchies for movie night, we make it easy to get back to doing, well, whatever you were doing. Get what you need right when you need it with delivery and free pickup from Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey,
0: 60 games, uh... Does that excite you, or is that? Uh, do you think with the pitching staff you have, you know, you have deep rotation, and that can really pay off in 162 games? But 60 games, I don't know. Does that take away a little bit of that advantage? Or you look at it differently.
1: I don't know. I, I, I've I've kind of gone back and forth. Um, the way I look at it is that, and I this is, I don't know what, how David's going to going to approach our rotation or anything like that. But in my opinion, we've got six or seven guys that could start in the big leagues and yeah. be very, very oh, no doubt. Um, productive at, at the big league level. And clearly you can't, we're not going to have seven guys in our rotation. We may not have five. And right. if we, if we don't have seven or we don't have five, that gives, there's three arms that go directly to your bullpen. Um, and so that's only going to make our bullpen better than it already is, which I think it's, it's very good as it is. Um, So I, I, it's not like we're losing those guys. So I I think that, that I think our advantage is still there. I really do. I mean, if I I think you're playing 60 games, Luis Castillo, Trevor Bauer, Sonny Gray, Wade Miley and Anthony Disclafani. I mean, I'll take my chances. Any yeah. given day with any of those guys, um, I'd be willing to bet that we do stick with a five-man rotation. Um, I don't know what off days are going to look like with the, any with a schedule or anything like that. Um, so I don't know if that'll affect it at all. But I'd like to think that that we are poised to be as good as anybody uh, when it comes to a starting rotation.
0: Yeah. I think it's exciting and you know they're talking in the spring of oh man how are we going to develop this playing time in the outfield. Now you've got a universal DH. Are you I mean I know the players association is for it but personally you for it in the National League, the DH?
1: I am, I, well, especially with the lineup that we have. Where, I mean, you're going to run out I mean my guess is I mean there there's a bunch of different options in my opinion that you could have but you could maybe you put uh, Gene. You give Gino instead of giving Gino a day off. You you put him at, at the DH. Play Mike at play Mike at third where he's most comfortable, and play somebody else at second. Or you play. You can have Aquino and Winker in the lineup together, or Sinzel and Winker in the lineup together, or. Shogo and Sinzel in the lineup together, whatever it looks like. I mean, we've got a lot of guys that really can hit and being able to add one more guy to our lineup that can really hit is, I mean, there's no way that it's not going to work in in a benefit to us as a team.
0: Yeah. It should be exciting to watch. And you can even, you know, on the the day that uh, you want to, Give Joey a spell or whatever. Just not true to play Very the field. True. Very uh, true. Mustakis can play over there, and uh, other guys. You even played first base. You yeah, talk.
1: that my my tall my tall physique <laughs> over at first base. <laughs> biggest biggest first baseman ever in the big leagues. <laughs> Tallest.
0: Heck yeah! Well, as tall as you think, man. You were a giant over there.
1: When I when I stood on first base, I was like five ten. That is great.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Both feet. So, can you guys win it all?
1: You're damn right. We can win it all. Are you kidding me? I mean, I I think that in in a situation in the situation that we're in, it's imperative to get off to a hot start. I mean, I think that that's obvious. Um. As long as we get to the dance, I think we got a great shot. I really do. I think we have – in the playoffs, I think we have our top three guys, Sonny, Trevor, and Luis, I mean, are as good as anybody else's top three guys. I really believe that. Um, You add guys like Mike. You add guys like Nick um, to to a lineup. You add Shogo you just continue to build depth and, and give yourself a situation where you're in a position to play the best matchup possible. I mean, I think that we're in a position as good as anybody to, to, to really win, win the whole damn thing.
0: And I will not be putting an asterisk by it like others would. I mean, it's 2020. There's going to be a world champion. Everyone's playing under the same rules. So will it be different? Yeah. But if you want to put an asterisk by it, that's your personal decision. Whatever well, you want. But it doesn't really matter. Someone's going to hoist a world championship. Trophy. No
1: doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, I think in a way, in a way, in my opinion, this might mean a little bit more.
0: It's going to be harder.
1: I, it, it One, I think it's going to be harder. Um. Two, I mean, the circumstances that you're playing in, and this kind of goes along with it being harder, the circumstances that we're going to play in are going to be so much different and in a way much more difficult um, to to build off of the night before or the day before or whatever just because of the environment that you're going to end up playing in. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I think that... that we're going through something as a country and as a world that we've really not dealt with ever. No. I mean, and so nobody's going to forget about 2020. And if you're in a situation where you won the World Series in 2020, albeit maybe you won out the door, you won 80 games who cares? <laughs> like, who ca- to your point, somebody's going to rate, somebody's going to hoist a world series. Someone
0: throat. is man. Might
1: as well and, be and, you. Exactly. And so you, you gotta, you gotta deal with what you, what you're given really. Yeah. And, and this, that's a much bigger and much deeper take, but like we got what we got.
2: Right.
1: And, and so you, you gotta make the most of what we're dealing with. And, there's no better feeling or no better way, in my opinion, to go about it than going like forty-eight and twelve, or fifty and ten, or forty-six and fourteen, and running away with this thing, wow. and, and going right. on and winning You're the world. Getting crazy series. now,
0: I mean, <laughs> make the hair stand up in my arms. in <laughs> a record like I that. Just, I think
1: that I, I really think that I think that that we are in a position to, to fare very well in, in, during this season. I, I thought we were in a great position in 162 games, but I think that the, one of our biggest assets this year is going to be off the field and it's our health and performance staff. I really do. I, and, and I, I heard it, I've heard a couple guys talk about it from other teams. It's, the guys and the teams that stay the healthiest when it comes to COVID that are going to be the most successful. And that's true. That's so true. And I think our organization and I'm sure everybody else is doing the same. I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus or say that any other organization's not doing what they should do to, to combat this. But that's just how much our organization is doing to combat it and to, to put us in the, in, in, the most, in the best possible position to stay healthy when that it is comes a, to that.
0: That is very refreshing to hear. Let me ask you it this is. along those same lines you just sparked a thought in my head. Um, I had heard rumblings around the league that, as much as you guys during the downtime, David Bell even said this the other day. He said, we won the downtime. I'm confident that everything we did to keep the players, uh, the communication lines, to keep everyone as in in shape as possible or as engaged as you possibly can be when you're distanced, that the Reds did very well. And there are other teams like, wow, we're not doing all that. Why aren't we doing all that? That the Reds are one of the teams that stood out that really, really did the extra legwork during the downtime. Is that true?
1: no, I, I mean, I can't – I can't speak for other organizations because clearly I'm not in them. Um, but, again, I would be very surprised if many teams or organizations did more than us, I, I if any. Um, we – our specific catching group um, – so it was the, the six guys that were still – five or six guys, I can't remember, that were still in camp with us um, – as well as, um, as well as coaches, uh, David made weekly visits. Uh, we, pitchers were on our zoom calls, but we had a zoom call at least once a week for a solid, a solid two and a half months. Um, it was going over
0: detailed Zoom calls, right? I mean, going over
1: and guys have I individual mean, two hour Zoom calls, yeah. not, not, hey, how you doing? Right. How are you feeling? But it was like PowerPoint presentations, uh, scouting report presentations, um, what the pitcher, like Wade Miley, for example, guys that we haven't caught a ton that we were getting to know in spring training, like their heat maps, like when they're going well, what are, what's Wade Miley doing? And Wade was on the call. And so Wade would talk through what they were showing us. And so like, just things like that. I mean, we had call upon call where it felt like as close to a regular season as possible without the game. I mean, we, we would have, like I said, two-hour Zoom calls where we would be going over baseball things and talking about what we wanted to do as a catching unit, um, how we wanted to to be the leaders of the team, um, how we wanted to um, just kind of be the most prepared people in, in unit, not only on our team but in baseball. And, and so, in a long-winded way, I mean, we have a we have WhatsApp and we have multiple kind of groups in whatsapp one of which is the entire traveling party which ranges from training staff to clubhouse attendants to players to coaches and Sean Marone our strength coach was sending out right when this all when everybody was quarantined and locked down in their houses Sean was sending out workouts that you could do body weight wise Jeff head our director of health and performance was sending out videos of him lifting gas cans, uh, just like ways to stay in shape and stay prepared. And I, I mean, I can't, I can't say enough good things about our, our entire staff throughout this entire process, top to bottom.
0: That's great to hear. ACR authentic, connected, relentless. Yep. That was a the theme, right?
1: No doubt about it. Um, and, the The first two the first two have really no question have been able to be seen from day one, but the relentless piece was so evident throughout this entire time away um, that we were going to not stop. We were going to be no matter the circumstances, no matter your situation, you were going to if needed get be given a personalized, down-to-the-hour program, if you wanted it, to maintain your physical, mental shape to be ready whenever the season started. I mean, mental mental skills, Tyler Klein, uh, health and performance, Jeff Head, Sean Marone with our strength and conditioning. I mean, checking in daily. Hey, how are you feeling? How's your family feeling? Is there anything you guys need for us? Our coaching staff. I mean, like I said, I can't thank them enough for it. Even if it was like a a stupid meme from Sean Marone, like at least that (laughs) felt normal. You know what I mean? Like it was like the conversation was normal. Like it felt like I was so glad to hear all this. It was awesome.
0: There were so many years. I'm, I'm the, I would be lying if I said otherwise. Where you'd bring up something, some facet of the game, be like, "Ah, eh, Reds are probably a little behind on that," or, you know, not now. Analytics, not now. sabermetrics. Ah, eh, they're probably a little bit behind on that. Um, you know, the science of sports, science of baseball, of nutrition and stuff. Ah, eh, they're probably a little bit behind on that. But
1: you can't say that now.
0: It's not got at a all. pretty good group running this thing right now.
1: My thing, the way that I look at it, man, the way that I truly look at it is if somebody else is doing more than we are as an organization, I'd love to see it because I don't know what else we could do. <laughs> like, I really don't. See, that's
0: great to hear. That's great it, to hear. Cause we've had this guy, conversation years ago. I think even right. you and I from were like, guy, yeah, we're probably behind on that.
1: From a guy that's, that was drafted by this organization. And this is, I, I'll preface this by, by saying this is not a knock at all to the staffs in the, in the coaches that I've had in the past, but we just haven't had this. We haven't had this amount of accountability, the the amount of um, just things at our, our our disposal Mm -hmm. truly. Um, And, and, and for it to be where it is now is it's, it's awesome for me to see. I mean, I made my debut in 14 and, with a completely different I mean David Bell was managing in the minor leagues and and that I mean it's gone so he I mean he's been in multiple organizations since and it's just really cool to have seen the the evolution of it for sure
0: no doubt it's exciting for me to see from from afar what does a player rep do? I knew I'd get that reaction. The initial reaction was just a giggle, but you were the player rep for the yeah. What's that?
1: Pandemic or non-pandemic? What do
0: you? Well, let's uh, let's let's start with non-pandemic, just to explain to the layman fan, or even explain to a dummy like me. Uh, You know, (laughs) you're the rep to the players' association. You're the the, there's a team rep. I'm
1: the Cincinnati. I'm the Cincinnati Reds player rep. Yeah. So, any for the most part, any questions that are related to union concerns, whether it be contractually, whether it be um, rights for players, anything like that, all come they, the questions for the most part come to me, and then if I don't know the answer, then I'll ask. My my rep from the union um and I get an answer. So I'm I I'm kind of the the middleman, I guess, between our team and the union, basically.
0: During this pandemic and the shutdown and the subsequent negotiations, I'm just gonna you know what I you know me, I don't mess around. I'm going right to the elephant in the room. How um as the player rep, as a leader and as a veteran um player, you know the backlash you guys were getting during. One, do you under did you understand it? And how how tough was it to deal with knowing that you're doing damage? There's just no way around it. You just did damage to the game. Now you can get over that damage, but how what was it like? When this was going on and you know that the public sentiment's like,
1: what? Let's play ball! <laughs> well, clearly, I, I shouldn't say clearly because it's, it's not clear, but I very much understood what, was, what it looked like. And I understand completely the, uh, the backlash that, and, and in my opinion, <laughs> it's warranted. I, I think all of the backlash that we got as an industry is very much worthy. Um, I, I think that there were a lot of things that, that went on in three months that did major harm to, to our industry and to our game. Um, and it's a damn shame because, I mean, I, th- I would say that the majority of, of of players play baseball because they love baseball and they they, they love and, and appreciate the history of baseball and the, and, and all of it and, and our fans and 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 can see it from a fan's perspective. Um we were, however, put in a very difficult position. Um, I think that we were put in a position that we going into these or these negotiations or in my opinion, lack thereof, um, we had to somewhat keep an eye on this year heading into further uh, collective bargaining agreement negotiations. Yeah. Had this been the first year of a new collective bargaining agreement, in my opinion, and this may be completely wrong. In my opinion, we would have been, we would have had a plan in place. If not a month ago, months ago. Yeah. Of how this would be approached because I agree with you. uh, Yeah. And, in right or wrong in right or wrong there are differing opinions on whether this year is a one off year and, and and one side or the other side won't use what happened in this year's negotiations in the next time that we have to negotiate but the only thing i can go off of is history and things that have happened in prior discussions and in prior negotiations that have reared their ugly heads in the negotiation after the negotiation. Yeah. So throughout this entire process, we as a union just wanted to be compensated fairly and fairly, in my opinion, and the way that we've always been compensated is paid per game that we play. That's it. And, and I know, and, and again, and this is like, it's a hard conversation to have. And the only real, like, real way to, to describe it is in in percentages, and it's like at at a point in these talk, in these talks in these conversations, we we're being asked to take upwards of an eighty and eighty five percent pay cut. So regardless of the money that you're making, eighty five percent of your salary was to be cut away. Like, that's a lot of money, whether you're making. Minimum wage or whether you're making – whether you're a billionaire, it doesn't matter. Like that's a lot of money relative to your life. And so that just – that was a non-starter. And, and it's, it's hard. And, and, and again, like it's a miserable conversation to have. It's a death sentence to have, to argue money when there are millions and millions and millions of people out of work and not making, not having jobs and not making money and not being able to provide for their family. But we were put in a position that we had to talk about it and whether, whether no matter what side you're on, I'll just say, I will say this. And, and I, I don't want to talk, I don't want to really talk about the negotiation part of it because I want to try and turn the page because, it was such a black eye on our organization, or not on our organization, excuse me, but our industry mm-hmm. that we, as a players union, I was seeing things on Twitter and on social media days. Before we were formally given it by our players' association, well,
0: that was one thing I was going to ask you. We got play-by-play play of the negotiations, exactly. And I, and and I know both was, sides were leaking, so it's like I
1: right I, 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 and that, that to me do
0: anyone have, any good?
1: I'm, exactly. I have no idea why that we live in. It drove me crazy, a,
0: even though I'm an information seeker. <laughs> me too. I loved like okay, yeah, yeah. Tell me the tell me the dirt.
1: Yes, but me too. In
0: this situation, it was so unhealthy.
1: It was miserable. It was miserable. Um, I, I just, I don't know, I don't know what the motive was behind it. And I know we are in a, in a, in a world of social media. And I understand that the media's job and I have no idea and I have no, I feel no way towards the media. The media is just doing their job. You're given information and you're paid and your, your job is to, Give it to people. Give the information to people.
0: If your job is breaking news,
1: you got to break news. You
0: got to break the news.
1: Yeah, no question. Yeah. But to me, like, why that stuff was out there? It was just as an industry, it was making our industry look awful. Uh, Bruno, <laughs> I'm like, stop! You guys are killing each yeah, other. Like, like, stop leaking this information. The easiest, the easiest thing, the easiest thing to do in this entire thing would have been to say, hey. We cannot get anywhere on the health and safety part of it, and we're still discuss- still discussing the money.
0: Yeah.
1: So it's like like the opposite of what was being done. Right. In my opinion, is what should have been done. Where where it was like, we uh, the money was the major issue, and we're really close on the health and safety. It would have been like none of that was resolved. There was it, the health and safety part of it wasn't resolved. So. It's not like you're lying and saying that we are haven't resolved we've haven't resolved the health and safety but we really have or we haven't resolved the money but we really had like just kind of like flip it like just kind of like make it a little bit more like understandable <laughs> like somehow not like not argue over billions of dollars in in a in a, in a world and in a climate where Like I said, there are millions and millions and millions of people that are out of work because it lends us to have this conversation where I'm trying to explain that at a time where we were being asked to take an 85% pay cut still is a lot more money than a lot of people make. And that is a miserable conversation to have because – in the way that I view it, it's a, it's a death sentence.
0: Hey, I wanted to backtrack real quick. I didn't want to interrupt you. I almost did, but you were given such a, a great answer to all the, during the downtime and the negotiations, I gave you a loaded question, but I don't want you to think that I was putting it all on the players. Uh, no, 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 no. I didn't think of it like that. Because there are both sides, man. And it's no, no, no. A I didn't fan, think I'm that. a fan first. So as a fan, you know, you, there there were two sides of this negotiation and two sides of of the situation, obviously, and there always will be in base in pro baseball. Sure. So. Yes.
1: no, I didn't I didn't view it like that at all. Okay, I just, I just didn't want I've you. A bunch uh, of those, I'm always try to, to be
0: fair. I didn't want you to think that I was asking the question like, you know, with the public saying, "Come on, let's play ball. What are we doing?" I didn't I didn't mean it like just two. no no, no 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 just to both sides no no, no. both sides. Um, uh, along these lines, and I don't want to totally end on this, but. Uh, I don't want to be Debbie Downer, but you mentioned that you thought you would have had a plan much sooner if you weren't, if you're were in the first year of a CBA a collective bargaining agreement, uh, you are not. Um, so a lot of this I know was not wanting to set a precedent for the next negotiations or the next C- CBA and things you didn't want to give up, which I mean, the negotiations, so you, after the 2021 season it's oh it's you need a new cba so how worried are you for that next negotiation without getting into specifics i'm not asking you about the issues sure. involved but just generally again are you talking death sentence if you don't play in 2022 because of a labor dispute in this climate not good how worried are you
1: uh, the i'm i would consider myself an eternal optimist and so I would like to think that the what we're going through now and what we went through and, and all of that kind of combined, I'd like to think that that helped us as, as an industry and it helped us understand the ramifications of what not only what we went through and what we put out there and everything that was, that was talked about, not only that, but then the threat of not playing in 2022, I'd like to think that, that to be honest, I'd like to think that I feel better now than I did during the negotiations that we went, that we went through. Um, There's clearly constant pressure to play and that's understandable. Um, from the players, from the owners, from the fans, from everybody involved. But I, I guess I'm a little bit more optimistic um, why I, may, I have no idea because it's been as um, as what's the word I'm looking for as volatile or as, as ugly as it's been and as long as that I can remember, without there actually truly being a strike. Uh, that I, and so I don't know why I feel that way, but my gut, my gut makes me a little bit more optimistic, maybe than I was during this whole thing.
0: I'm glad to hear that. I might be more glad to hear that than the other stuff you said.
1: <laughs> well, it's uneducated. It's uneducated. I know, but it, I'm it really well. You're is. the you're
0: the player rep.
1: What? But it, it's it's and it, it has nothing to do with anything I've been told or anything like yeah. that. But I'd like to think. I truly would like to think that we've got smart people that are in at, at the top here on both sides that are cognizant of the climate of our industry and, 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 the way that it looks both from a PR standpoint and from a, from a, uh, an inside the industry standpoint. Um, I, I think that, that, Again, I don't know why I feel like that, but I, I just the eternal optimist in me says that maybe this was kind of a wake up call. Like, hey, if we if we mess around too much as an industry, we may, may be gone. Like, I, I mean, I just. Yeah, you, you kind
0: of dangle your foot in the water, like, okay, whoa, no, that's
1: cold water right yeah, there. Yeah, that's like, hot water right exactly, there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, but maybe we won't play. What? What? <laughs> yeah, like I just I it, you I don't know, man. I, I think that
0: there are people still trying to get over nineteen ninety four. I know you I were very it. young then, but when they I canceled the it. World Series,
1: <laughs> I I there were very people that haven't come back it. to the game. I very much believe it. I mean, what they the um, the McGuire and Sosa thing, yeah, that was just aired the, the couple weeks ago. Wasn't that viewed as like the thing that brought a lot of people back?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: So, and that was years. Yeah. Years after. Years removed, no doubt. Right. So, I mean, I just think that as an industry, we kind of owe it to our industry and to our fans to figure this stuff out. Like, yeah, it's ugly, and yeah, it's going to be probably ugly before it gets done. But, in my opinion, there can't be a work stoppage. There cannot be. Uh, it would just not I mean the, Can I the get black man
0: Ob- from the congregation on <laughs> that
1: one.
2: <mean>, <laughs> I mean,
1: the the, <laughs> the 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 starting with the Astros thing that everybody forgets about now. Starting with that part, then you add in the pandemic and having to play a, a small a shorter season. Then you add the negotiations pre shorter season. Then you ho- hopefully you play a normal season in 2021, and that's, in my opinion, still a pipe dream to play a normal season with fans in the stands. That's and a whole different perfect. conversation. It is. It is, it is. But but
0: we don't know what's going to happen next week or next month. Let alone no next question. year.
1: No question about it. And then you add in the 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 possibility of a of a work stoppage in 2022, you're looking at, th- at three years, three seasons that are altered. If that's a possibility, if that happens uh, and that can't happen. No. And I hope to, and I pray. Then we will have
0: to go into business together. Yes. And, and we'll, <laughs> we'll have to really, fi-
1: then we'll have to really figure out what that business is going to be. But it, it, to me, like, you gotta, like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to be the smartest guy in the room. I don't want to be the smartest guy in the room,
2: but oh, I, I have feel no shot. like I'd
1: like to think, I'd like to think that I have some common sense and that if you have three years of altered seasons, oh. I wouldn't want to come back as a fan. Are you kidding me? Oh, like I go find something else. Truly. Like that's the God's
0: honest truth. I turned this podcast into Debbie Downer. <laughs> uh, but it's 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 not Debbie Downer. It's just the truth. It's just
1: the no, truth. it is.
0: It is reality, man. We're in an ever changing world, and um this is one of the cliches that uh I'm sick of, but it fits. During these <laughs> uncertain times, every, how many times you turn on the TV uh, turn on the news during these uncertain times blah 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 <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> followed by something very negative yeah
0: but they are they're uncertain so i don't know what's going on i used to know left and right and now i don't know left and right and or i feel like i'm trapped in the middle i is like everything's political it's like wh- why is this political this is humanity um so anyways God, that's a whole nother podcast too don't talk about talking about a
1: different conversation i, I know i, I know <laughs> that's and an I, entirely I
0: vowed to not make this podcast political <laughs> i mean we're talking about serious issues here that i normally don't talk about but it's very timely and i do appreciate you doing this because you give a lot of insight into what you guys are going to go through uh what you were thinking about as far as the risk of playing the risk of the organization and the league and the negotiations. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in here, so I appreciate it. I need, I need to um, have an episode where we just drink the whole time.
1: I'm in, I'm into that. I'll tell you what, I'll I provide say, the
0: bourbon. Although you probably drink really say, expensive bourbon.
1: I don't, I'm drinking a $40 bottle of bourbon, right now. $40. So yeah. 40 bucks. Nice. I'm drinking 40 bucks. So, but the, <laughs> Oh man, I don't even—I don't even remember what I was going to say. I probably shouldn't say it. But oh, uh, I'll just—I'll just—I'll pass.
0: I'll oh pass. man, uh, there's no one listening. It's just me and you, Tucker. Yeah, I'll pass. I'll
1: pass. <laughs> I'll pass.
0: Or should I say Tucker? Bye there you now.
1: go. There you go. Uh, I'm into the podcast though, with just the drinking. I'm into that. You, you like? I it? think you know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say what I was going to say. I think the level of where you view someone as an alcoholic has to change post pandemic. <laughs> I think that the, the line, whatever that line is, has got to go up a little bit.
0: You sound like you've been trapped with a two year old for months. Yes.
1: <laughs> when I get done, when I, I say this, I mean it in the best way possible. When I get done with the day. I've, gotta have a drink like it's been a long day and so to sit down and have a glass of wine or have a bourbon and watch tv and just decompress yeah like that's a must well they made liquor
0: stores a necessity or they stayed open. that should tell you all you need to know right there (laughs) They never closed all right man i'm gonna turn you loose uh all right good luck i don't know if you should but thank you. Stay healthy and again when you hear the other dugout talking smack, I want you to think of me
1: cuz you're going to I'm going <laughs> to absolutely send you a text after the game and said I you know what? You were right. You were right. <laughs> yeah.
0: And that guy that I didn't like, I really don't like him now.
1: Exactly. It's and when like, you he hear me wouldn't shut
0: up the whole game.
1: And when when you hear me drop an F bomb just because that's what I normally do yeah. and it's audible in Newport, Kentucky. Yeah. Think of me and text me, please.
0: You know they in the home games. I'm going to be in the lower bowl. I think from what. Oh, perfect! You're going to hear every word. But but see, what they had to do is just leave my mic open because I usually know when they're coming, and I'll just you know like blah 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 (laughs) talk really loud over you guys so that you don't I drowns it out.
1: We as players appreciate that.
0: Yeah. I'll be the uh, the no need for the delay when you just hear me talking loudly. You know something's something's going <laughs> Perfect. down.
1: <laughs> Perfect. All
0: right. Perfect. Stay healthy, my friend. Thank you for I the appreciate insight, it. and uh, you were extremely honest and candid as usual, and that is just fantastic.
1: So I appreciate it. I always enjoy talking to you. Uh, it's a great conversation. So you uh, you know you can have me on here whenever uh, you want. So just let me know.
0: Appreciate it. You know I'll be taking you up on that. You've already made like two or three appearances now.
1: Probably two or three two minutes. Two
0: individual ones and one group one with the catchers, which you guys
1: are we got to get the. Cool. That's what we need to get with the booze conversation. Oh. the three is the three amigos? All right, the three amigos.
0: Well, please contact us on social Media if you'd like a catchers slash alcohol edition. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. I bet we could get it sponsored. Ooh.
0: Ooh, well, they do sell alcoholic Kroger.
1: Yeah, perfect. <laughs>
0: Legally, if you're 21, legal. you're in. <laughs>
1: Legally, I am legal. <laughs> I am <Sir>. 22. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should probably end this before. Probably should I get before in
0: we get ourselves in further trouble, <laughs> more trouble than we are already gotten ourselves into. Oh well, we're acting a fool. We're just uh. We're kids playing a man's
1: game. It's a pandemic. It's 2020. What do you expect?
0: Yeah, that's true. No doubt about it. That is Tucker Bonhart, everyone. Uh, Once again, we would love for you to subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review. And who knows who's on down the line. But my biggest thanks always to you for checking us out here on the Jim Day Podcast. See ya!